Good morning and welcome into Bengals Breakdown. The news from last night, Brian Callahan is taking the Tennessee Titans head coaching job. We posted a short on it, and as promised, we're going to do offensive coordinator candidates today. He had been the Bengals' offensive coordinator as long as Zach Taylor had been the head coach. In fact, was actually the longest-sitting offensive coordinator in the NFL with Callahan's departure. Every single offensive coordinator spot has turned over since 2022 in the NFL. That's why teams want to get offensive minds. Even though Zach Taylor is the play call, there is plenty of collaborative effort for the Bengals. Given the presence of Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and more, uh, it is a very appealing offensive coordinator gig. Before we get into the candidates, congratulate Callahan on becoming an NFL head coach. That is a very big deal. Everyone spam BC to show him some love in the comments. All right, time for offensive coordinator candidates. Normally in chat sports history, when we do this video, it goes from 10 to 1. We're going to change that today. We're going to go 1 to 10 because the number one guy is very clear and obvious, and there is some things you have to work through to ensure you retain him. That is Dan Pitcher, the Bengals quarterback coach who continually gets photos posted of him with the credit of being Brian Collins. It's actually kind of funny this keeps happening. Uh, in NFL media. Uh, Pitcher has been the Bengals quarterbacks coach since 2020. He was a Bengals assistant from 2016 to 2018, overlapping regimes there, was a Colts scout or assistant scout for several years. It's been a pretty rapid rise for Dan Pitcher, who, like many coaches, benefiting from being part of the Shanahan-McVay tree. Zach Taylor does count in that tree after having worked under Sean McVay. But Pitcher has other interests here. The Patriots have an interview with him today. He's then flying out to Las Vegas afterward tonight for a an interview there. And the Saints having an interview as well. And those three jobs, the Patriots and Raiders have good job stability as well. The Saints, maybe not so much with Dennis Allen maybe on the hot seat after the season wraps up. And they would offer actual play-calling responsibilities. That would not be the case here for Dan Pitcher in Cincinnati. So you might have to work through that. I think the... the pitch, so to speak, from Zach Taylor is, hey, you didn't need to be a play caller here to get a head coaching job. And with as much turnover as there is at the OC position, if you do a good job in Cincinnati, you will get head coaching interviews. You'll probably get one next year because the Bengals are going to have a good season, as they typically have as long as Joe Burrow is healthy. So I think far and away, Dan Pitcher is the leading man. You just have to work through that because you don't want to lose your OC and your quarterback's coach in the same year. That'd be a pretty sizable loss. So will Dan Pitcher end up being the new Bengals offensive coordinator? I think the answer is yes, but I want to hear from you guys at the pinned comment of today's video. Why for yes and for no in the comments section. All right, let's look at some other candidates beyond the clear and obvious names, some outside the organizational options. Number two is Liam Cohen, the Kentucky offensive coordinator. Uh, is worth mentioning, back when he was the Rams assistant coach from 2018 to 2019, he did overlap with Zach Taylor as, the, as an assistant on that Rams staff. It would be kind of funny to go from Kentucky OC to non-play calling NFL OC, back to Kentucky OC to non-play calling NFL offensive coordinator. thought the Bears might have had some interest there. thought Tennessee could have been a great fit. Uh, but I expect Callahan's going to call the play since he did have it get the best out of Will Levis. If you're if he's down to take a non-play calling gig, I'm not so sure he is. I think he's an obvious potential candidate for Cincinnati. 
All right, number three is Greg Olson, who I would not be shocked if maybe by the time this video is done filming, uh, if he ends up joining Shane Waldron in Chicago because those two work together in Seattle. Again, overlap here with the Zach Taylor coaching staff in 2017. He was the Rams quarterback coach uh, that season. Also has OC experience. Two stints with the Raiders and a stint with the Jags as an offensive coordinator. Again, non-play calling role, but would be a promotion from what he is as the Seahawks quarterback's coach. Maybe potential Bears quarterback's coach. Now, we will have plenty of Bengals off-season videos for you guys, so make sure you are subscribed. YouTube.com slash Bengals TV for more free Bengals videos. Number four, again, common thread here is the Sean McVay coaching tree. It's Zach Robinson, who didn't actually overlap uh, with Zach Taylor uh, in the Rams coaching staff. He kind of came in afterwards. Robinson, uh, who used to do some work for PFF, also, by the way, played for the Bengals uh, for a couple of years, as crazy as that is. He took over as a Rams assistant quarterbacks coach after Zach Taylor had left uh, in 2018. So certainly worth mentioning you know, from that uh, perspective, longtime Rams assistant getting other offensive coordinator interviews. Seems like he was a finalist for the Bears job. Uh, I think he gets an OC job somewhere this year. It's a matter of where. Number five is Thomas Brown, the Panthers offensive coordinator. Do you notice the trend on this list? It's all McVay guys and or guys that overlapped with Zach Taylor. Thomas Brown spent three years with the Rams as an assistant coach, was the assistant head coach, by the way, as well, has gotten head coaching interviews. I would argue maybe not the most obvious fit because the Panthers' offense had major issues. That's not all Thomas Brown's fault, despite being the OC. He was the play caller for like three weeks. The Panthers were a mess this year. Of They tried to make a super squad of coaches, and they kind of all conflicted with each other. It just wasn't good, wasn't good vibes or chemistry uh, over there. But again... Fits and has background in the Sean McVay scheme. The Taylor offense has obviously tweaked things over the years. Uh, you know, Callahan has done a great job of adjusting the, the ground game each year. You would think Thomas Brown could help in that category. So who do you want as the Bengals' offensive coordinator? Dan Pitcher? Somebody else altogether? Sound off for me in the comments. I'll mention one more uh, internal candidate. That's Troy Walters, the Bengals' wide receivers coach. If you lose Dan Pitcher and you want an internal replacement, I, I think Walters does stand out as the obvious fit there. I don't think it's really James Casey, not the offensive line uh, coach, by the way. But I think Walters it would be your next, next man up internally. Number seven is Brian Johnson, who has not formally been fired but has been fired, uh, that's been the reports, uh, as the Eagles' offensive coordinator. Uh, look, I think even if maybe could be a fit as a quarterback's coach, too, uh, to replace Dan Pitcher. Eagles' coordinator job this year did not go very well. Not all his fault, but he's been a college OC in several stints. Florida, Utah, Houston. Uh, was Dak Prescott's quarterback's coach for several years at Mississippi State. Florida quarterback's coach. He did a good job with the Eagles as the QB coach, I, I would certainly argue there. Uh, OC might be a little bit too high. But I do think that there could be some interest there. There's no overlap. That's why he's number six on the list. Or number seven, excuse me, on the list. Now, as long as you got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, the offense will probably be doing a, at least a pretty good job, uh, all things considered. So get the Bengals NFL Jam t-shirt. Producer Chris doesn't even know what that is. He's not old enough, but NFL Jam was awesome. Go to chatsports.com slash Bengals Jam. Get your t-shirt today. Links in the comments and the description of today's video.
Another overlap here is Aaron Cromer, the Bills offensive line coach who was on staff with Zach Taylor uh, for those Rams jobs. I, I will say he's kind of had some chances to potentially come over at various points. Um, that hasn't happened, so he's a little bit lower on this list, but you wouldn't be able to block it for the O-line coach because uh, it would be a promotion. You, you can hire you know, non-contracted coaches or people you're allowed to interview with or promotions to O.C., Number nine is Clint Kubiak. Now, once again, there is some connection here in the sense that it's a Shanahan coaching tree, a, a, uh, you know, a long time, you know, Kubiak was not that different than Shanahan all those years ago. Uh, last name, at least, I should say, with Mike. Broncos assistant from 2016 to 2018, was the Vikings offensive coordinator as well, has now served as the passing game coordinator in Denver and San Francisco the past two years. Wouldn't be shy if he gets a few more uh, OC interviews this cycle. Number 10, meanwhile, is Gerard Johnson, the Texans quarterbacks coach. This was actually his first year as a QB coach. He was kind of a lower-level assistant, quality control guy uh, previously. So my top 10 then. And I think that the, the – oh, I'll go 10 to 1 here as I think that's a little bit less likely. Gerard Johnson, Clint Kubiak. Uh, Aaron Cromer, Brian Johnson could be a staff member maybe, Troy Walters is your backup to the backup internal promotion guy, then it's all guys with heavy ties to Zach Taylor or the Sean McVay coaching scheme, right, Thomas Brown, who I think we'll get more interviews here, Zach Robinson, who doesn't have ties to Taylor necessarily, but is kind of like, is in a very similar spot to where Zach Taylor was several years ago, it was like the rapidly rising young assistant under Sean McVay, Greg Olson, Liam Cohen have all coached under or alongside Zach Taylor in previous spots. Dan Pitcher, of course, is the obvious one, but you got to make sure you land him. Uh, I think that's their first and most cl uh, clear-cut candidate at the OC spot. So what is your confidence level in the Bengals making the correct hire here? Scale it for me from 1 to 10 before we go on today's show. 